Coming to you live from my apartment. It's Robin's a podcast, and now here's the guy who's about to go around one world for free. Rob Sisternino. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Survivor 24 One World Preview Podcast. Nicole, did you like what I did there? I got it. Or would you prefer if I went around one world in 80 ways? In 18 ways? Depends what you like. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whatever you want. We've got it. Nicole, very excited as we officially are are beginning the march towards Survivor One World Season 24, uh, the, the official fifth season of Rob Has a Podcast. Can you believe it? I cannot. Happy birthday, us. Happy birthday, us. <laughs> yeah. And it's officially going to be about our two-year anniversary of the podcast. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. And there's so much going on. You know, I, it was hard to squeeze in this Survivor One World preview. We're so busy lately. We're very busy with the podcast. Somehow, even though there's no Survivor actually going on, this has become maybe the busiest time in the history of the podcast. Busier than our busy season. <laughs> Busier than our busy season. Yes. So, uh, just to give you guys a little uh, fl- taste of what's going on. So, we have, uh, tonight is the Survivor One World preview. Right. We we are in the midst of recording all of our Miss Survivor finalists uh, interviews. Right. Which are all on video. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are going to start going up uh, starting tomorrow with Jenna Maraska. Wednesday. Which you'll be able to listen to at the time that you're listening to this. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we have our, our live show every Wednesday, which we have tomorrow morning. Right. Is this more than you bargained for? This is not in my contract. <laughs> this is not in your contract. <laughs> on uh, Friday, I am uh, going to be checking in with Jillian, uh, who is going to be telling us uh, about what's going on this year with the Reality Rally. Yes, we have our interns very hard at work for uh, Team Interninos. Yes. Then Saturday, uh, we will check in with Corinne for a holiday tradition it's becoming. It's better than Christmas. Better than Christmas. Corinne's preview of Survivor 24. We have to give it her uh, her own name. Yeah, maybe the listeners can come up with uh-huh. the name of the Corinne's casting special. Yes. So, <laughs> Corinne has a podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Corinne has a preview. Corinne has a preview. Mm, I think we can do better. <laughs> I think we can do, do better than that. Okay. So, uh, that is coming up. Then, uh, next week, the voting will begin on Miss Survivor. Officially, uh, that will be on Thursday is when the voting will begin. On Thursday of next week. Thursday of next week. Okay. Which is um, the 9th. Thursday the 9th will February be February 9th. Will be the official start of voting. Uh, I will also, on Thursday the 9th, check in with Dalton Ross for our belated podcast to preview uh, this upcoming season, talk about the rankings of all the Survivor seasons, talk about the previewing Celebrity Apprentice. We didn't see Dalton Ross's interviews with the Survivors this season. He didn't do them. He, he didn't, didn't go. Do... Oh, he didn't go. I'm he didn't go. But he has, he has thoughts about them, so we'll check in with Dalton Ross. And then before you know it, come February 15th, it is time for a new... Valentine's Day! No, no. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> But new season of Survivor starts February fifteenth, oh, and yes. our first show of the new season, we will be speaking with John Cochran. Cochran has a podcast on February sixteenth. Is it the Cochran Thursday? Which brings us all into Nicole. <laughs> I'm on a roll. Which brings us all into February seventeenth, the Miss Survivor finale. Oh my god! I my head is spinning. My head is spinning. Yes. 
Yeah. And we got a we got a Super Bowl that nobody cares about yeah, in the mix. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah. All right, so we got we got all that. And as you mentioned, Nicole, Valentine's Day is February fourteenth, sneaking up on the calendar. And what does that mean, Nicole? I have jury duty. You have jury duty, <laughs> and people are sending flowers. And the best way to send flowers one eight hundred flowers. They've got uh, all sorts of stuff. They've got stuff from twenty nine ninety nine and up uh, for you cheapskates or poor people. Or college kids, whatever the situation may be, we don't judge. Or girls faking that they have Valentine's and they're sending it to themselves. Yeah, girls who send it. To we're them. on to you. We're on to you. <laughs> uh, but if you spend fifty nine ninety nine or above on one eight hundred flowers, you could use the promo code ten dollars T E N. Yes, that's important. Yes, and uh, you'll save ten bucks. And use the links in the sidebar of Rob has a website to get there, and uh, then we get some support from them. And uh, it's all... It's we can pay the electric. You guys get flowers and whatever else comes along with that. Yada, yada, yada. It's a happy ending to the story. Sure is a happy ending. <laughs> all right, Nicole. <laughs> all right. Mind out of the gutter. It's time to focus. <laughs> it's a happy ending. We get flowers. We frolic. All right, Nicole. So this season, we are able to piece together our season preview using the information provided to us uh, this time on CBS.com as well as on the TV Guide Survivor One World Preview. Yes. They did a whole hour show hosted by Maria Sansone. First of all, not in HD. It was not in HD. I couldn't... I don't know if the channel is not in HD or just that show is not in HD. It hurt my eyeballs. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. We are very HD friendly yes. in this house. Yes. Very friendly. And on this podcast. And the host, Maria Sansone, has some sort of Fishback connection. Again with Fishback uh, connection? Yes, he is involved in everything. He's got a, fi- a finger in every pot. Finger in everything. Yes, he had tweeted that his worlds are colliding with Maria Sansone hosting. You're killing Independent Steven. <laughs> his worlds are colliding. His worlds are colliding. Oh my God. Now it's really one world. <laughs> it is one world. That's right. Well done, Nicole. Oh, yes. So we have a list of all of the survivors. We are going to go through them in alphabetical order, give you who we are high on, who we are not high on. We will give you our picks for winner. And then at the end of the season, you can all laugh at us. Yes, because we're always wrong. Well, not always. Yes. At one point, Nicole was a braggart about her predictions of Survivor seasons. Yeah, now and... I'm just a nagger. <laughs> yes. It's been, <laughs> it's been quite some time since the glory days of predicting Fabio's oh, win. glory days. And the accusations of looking at spoilers. Well, now look at the rest of my track record. Yes. Thanks, <laughs> Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so speaking of uh, track records, uh, I asked the interns today if anybody would like to go back and take a listen to what we predicted for Write it down. Survivor Redemption Island. Mm-hmm. And uh, Evelyn Huang was so kind to go back and take a look at some things that she said that uh, Rob and Nicole were right about and some things that Rob and Nicole were wrong about. Do you care to... From last year? From last season. Did I say did I say that? Oh, I said Redemption Island. I meant South Pacific. Yeah, confusing. Sorry about that. Yeah. Well, Have you know you been what? Have drinking? Yeah. You know what? Uh, all these names are starting to blend together. It's all in Samoa. Who cares? <laughs> it's, all <in> <laughs> it's all the same. All right. So here's some, uh, the, the, very quickly, the list that Evelyn uh, compiled. Okay. Things Rob and Nicole were right about. Okay? Okay, let's hear it. Uh, we said, Ozzy will be great pre-merge, voted out post-merge. Okay. Okay. That was, that happened. 
Coach will make the finals as a goat. <laughs> well, that wasn't exactly. He wasn't it. really a goat. Yeah, close enough. And we don't say goat anymore on this podcast. <laughs> Christine, Elise, Stacy, and Mark will go pre-merge. Yes. Uh, Semhar, Semhar will be out first. I yeah, actually we I predicted a, a first boot. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm very good at predicting the first boots. Wow, wow, no one likes a bragger. <laughs> Brandon will be on the jury. That's a little vague. Yeah. Uh, Keith will be blindsided. Wow, <laughs> very, <laughs> very good about that. Sophie seems a bit rough, but she has a good shot to win. Okay, okay. all right. And uh, Stacy will not buy into Coach's stories. Slam. <laughs> And then things Rob and Nicole were way off on. Uh, Dawn will be gone early because she's too nice and weak in the challenges. Okay. okay. All right. Wrong. Can't be right about everything. Coach will be way more crazier and more outlandish this time. Yep. Wrong. Uh, Edna and Coach will not get along. Well, they didn't at the very. They, they didn't at the buddies. very end for the they record. They were buddies in the beginning. And uh, Rob thought Savai would run things post merge. Yeah, you were way off on that. And compromise the final three. Uh, Rob's overall pick to win. Rob said, okay, this is, uh, uh-huh. Rob said, thinks Sophie has a good shot, but unsure of her social game, picks Cochran, though he may be one spot away from the win. Okay. Okay. And Nicole said, uh, thinks a chick will win this season, so she picks Michaela. Okay. Well, right. I was right about right. part of that. And then, uh, so uh, good job by Evelyn who went back and listened as, to the whole as podcast. As always, Evelyn Huang. <laughs> good job. And also, uh, then Jessica Frey also has Corinne's picks and what Corinne got right and wrong. We'll go over that with Corinne uh, on Saturday. I don't think Corinne is going to take it very well that she's been wrong. <laughs> Corinne might be quickly moving on to the list of people that we don't, won't tell them that they're wrong. Yes. Corinne might always be right <laughs> she's also. A, she's the Survivor Shannon of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So let's get right into this. Okay, a few things before we get into the cast, Nicole. A few interesting notes here. Survivor One World, as we know, will be men versus women. Men as, versus as women. As we've done two times before like. in Survivor Amazon and in Survivor Vanuatu. But for the first time in 15 seasons, we go back to men versus women. Uh, there was also little mini versions of men versus women with old men and mini young men. Shmini. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> okay. So then uh, we go back to this, but we have everybody living on one beach. I get it. One world. <laughs> I love this idea. You love it. I really, really do. Yeah, I like it too. I think it's going to be fantastic. Yes. I, there's going to be drama. There's going to be chaos. There's going to be major backstabbing. It's going to be phenomenal. It will be very interesting to see how long it plays out. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's going to go... I mean, they're not going to separate them after this. It's called One World. Unless so they I think, go to Redemption Island. So I think we're going to be on this one beach the whole season. And then eventually we'll merge and we'll play together. And then they got to go to the same beach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A few things to keep an eye on here uh-huh. with the One World twist. Uh, what do you think is going to be the situation as far as intermingling goes? And then... Uh, after intermingling comes babies. Inter, well, I was gonna say inter something else. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, uh, what do you think is going to be the situation here? Do you think that we will see uh, hooking up uh, rampant, running wild here on this on the show? I think we have a bunch of horn dogs this season. Yeah, I think this could be better than Survivor One World. This could be Survivor Bachelor Pad. Yeah, I think that we're going to have our first Survivor, real Survivor baby. Yeah, we very well may. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was thinking about this today, about just the situation with the men and the women. Like, let's say the men, like, catch a bunch of fish, and the women, they can't catch any fish. 
And then well, they're not they're, gonna give it to the they're women. They're just not gonna. They're just gonna sit there and let them starve, or, or there's not gonna be any like snuggling, like uh, yeah, guys and that's bringing piss people off, giving the food to mm-hmm. the girls to their girlfriend. Yeah, like going to catch a fish for his girlfriend and then give it to her. So, and snuggling up at night. Yeah. So I have some theories about how the season might go down with with that in mind. Yes. What are your theories? Well. I'll explain as we get into our cast preview, but I have a, a scenario that I think the way this game could play out. Okay. Okay? So, uh, that being said, we also have some uh, new twists or wrinkles to the game. Redemption Island is gone this season. Thank God. Yes. Where everybody's happy about that. Everybody is happy about that. Also, yeah. the idols will be hidden on the beaches, but with no clues. Absolutely no clues, because Jeff said we don't need them. People find they them find without them anyway. the clues. Yeah, they don't need the clues. And there's a men's idol and a women's idol. But if you find the opposite sex's idol, you have to give it to somebody from the other team. I think that is another fantastic twist. I think that seems a little uh, manufactured. I think it's a little bit of a stretch. I don't think so at all. I think it's a great idea. And then it it puts a whole, it really puts a whole new twist on the show because you have to give it up. Who are you going to give it to? Is this person in your alliance? But how do they know? If I find the girl's idol, like, and I just toss it into the woods, or what if you just put it back? What if I put it back? Like, ah, eh, it wasn't mine. Yeah. And I have to give it to somebody. Like who? And who's policing that? Is the camera guy saying ah 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 ah? You know they go chasing uh, after uh, you uh, when you're looking you for an idol. You found an idol. <laughs> give it you, to somebody. You have to give it to somebody, or I'm gonna tell on you. Yeah. So I, I don't like that. You have to. I what, can see like, your point, but I think it's. I, a, I don't a like great that choice. you have to do something. You don't like to have to do anything. Uh, it's hey, it's a free one world. Okay. <laughs> People, you, nobody tells me what to do. You're not my. Mom. Nobody puts my idol in the corner. Yes. Okay, Russell Hans. Okay. So that being said, um, anything, any other uh, twists or anything like that? Uh, also, I've also heard that Jeff Probst won't be around. For, there'll be reward challenges, but Jeff Probst isn't going to go to all of them. Which I don't really understand. What else? Where? What else is he doing? <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure. That this could be. Uh, maybe this is like a telephone game. But I thought that I've also heard this. That the, re- the reward challenges will be back, but uh, maybe uh, Jeff got used to no reward challenges and he's not going to be around. Are we, like, getting weaned off of Jeff Probst so when he's not maybe. hosting anymore, we won't really miss him because he's not really well, there Well, I think the it's going to be kind of like Big Brother of, like, uh, who wants to host the reward challenge? Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> That's what we need on Survivor. <laughs> Who wants to see my reward challenge? <laughs> okay, so uh, maybe that they might do that. Maybe if, if Jeff Probst leaves the show, they might just be no host. There's no host. Or somebody from the other team hosts at Tribal Council. Ooh, that, Ooh that'd, that'd be, be good. good. That'd be good. All right. Not really. <laughs> so let's get into it, Nicole. And let's start off with Miss Alicia Rosa. Alicia. A- Alicia. Yes, that's how you pronounce her name. Okay. She's got flavor. <laughs> that she does. All right, so let's talk about uh, what she has on her bio. Yes. And then what she has to say. And then let's also talk about who she reminds us of or who she might be the new version of. And let's try to do that with everybody. Okay. Okay. So a little bit about Alicia. Uh, Alicia? Alicia. Alicia. Uh-huh. So she is uh, 25. Mm-hmm. She's from Chicago, which I would not have guessed. Where do you think she was from? I thought she was from the, the tri-state area. Yeah. yeah. Or Florida. <laughs> uh, so she's competing, uh, completing her master's degree. Uh, in special education. Yes. Yes. 
Yes. I like in her in the interview on uh, CBS.com, she was talking about her special education um, class and how she always tells her, you know, the special needs kids how they can do whatever they want. And now that she is on a show doing, you know, something a little crazy, that it's going to show them that they can, you know, they can do whatever they, you know, desire to do. All right. Noble start. I, yes. And I, I like that. Noble start. Mm-hmm. Although it... Ideally, uh, it ends well. Like, you, uh, if she goes out in a ball of flames, then but uh, at least not she as tried. good of a happy ending. At least ending. she tried. She tried. Yes. She tried. She's showing okay. them that you can try. So she also is, uh, she's uh, allegedly confident, funny, and ambitious. Okay. She is most like Jenna Maraska from season six, because she was the underdog. Though she wasn't necessarily strong, but definitely a strategist. Well, I, I believe that this was changed because what it originally said was she was like Jenna Maraska from season one. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, maybe that was a typo. Maybe. Maybe that was a typo. Maybe. Okay. And she says, reason for being on Survivor, I'll make good TV, and I have no doubt she will. Yes, her ass is making good television. Well, word, word on the street is that she may, in fact, be Sir Mixalot's favorite survivor <laughs> of all time. Baby got back. She has uh, maybe the shortest shorts in the history of Survivor. You think she stole them from somebody else? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, she is, admittedly, she says in her video, uh, she's not one of these, uh, she's not a size zero. But she wears a size she's, zero. She's wearing the size zero <laughs> shorts, apparently. But she is, uh, <laughs> she says also, uh, she, in addition to being most like Jenna Maraska, the uh, homeboys tell her they fall in love with her way too quickly. Yeah, so homeboys better recognize. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I could not believe in watching her on the TV Guide show. Uh-huh. What they were showing? I, I could not believe that there was not uh, a blur. Yes, after speaking with Amanda Kimmel this week, that uh, they're blurring Amanda Kimmel, but I can't believe they're letting this go. So is she Blurlisha? She might be. She wasn't blurred on the TV Guide channel. I don't know if when we come time to for CBS primetime, I feel like there might be some blurring in her future. I was this. Were I you, think. Were you uncomfortable? I was. Well, I was uncomfortable, but uh, I will say the. Rating for Survivor. The rating for Survivor might be bumped up to TVMA. Oh, Alicia, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, emphasis on the A. Yeah. On TVMA. So I don't know. So let's talk about uh, Alicia and uh, what her prospects are in the game. What are you thinking about Alicia and how she might fare in this game? I like Alicia. That's where I disagree with you. Okay. And I'm not saying I dislike her. I don't see her faring well in this game. Why is that? Well, I, I always say in these previews, people that come off in their interviews as being a bit outspoken, I don't think that necessarily serves them well in the game. People who are overly confrontational, I don't think that's a good survivor trait, uh, and especially among women. I feel like uh, confrontational women do not have a, a history of faring too well in this game. She kind of reminds me of Semhar. So I, I think, yes. Well, she is both uh, mesmerizing <laughs> and hypnotizing. Yes. I will, I will say that. Semhar is a good, is a good call. Yes. Uh, I was also going to say uh, she reminds... Does she write poetry? No, she doesn't write poetry, poetry to my knowledge. 
But she reminds me of, I know she's Alicia, but she's reminding me of Alicia. Uh, especially that she was doing some finger wagging. And, mm-hmm. and some head rolling. <laughs> some or... head rolling. And so uh, I think we may have a uh, one of them at the end of this might be the Alicia that sucks. Yes, but I do like her. I think she was a good addition to the cast. Yes. And I do think she will be good TV. I just don't think she will be on our TV for very many weeks. Long enough to see a blur. <laughs> well, I don't know at what point we'll, what will get blurred. Uh-huh. I would think that uh, the uh, game of Survivor would would make things smaller. And so I think we would have less of a chance of a blur. Yes. Although I think she could have done better with the bathing suit. I don't know if that's what she wears in the game. Like that's that picture that we're seeing on the CBS yes. website is not what they're wearing in the game. Yes. So... Nicole, have no fear. The red bikini top that you don't care for will the red not... Red bikini top, leopard bottom. Yeah. The <laughs> the shorts in question are black shorts uh-huh. from what we saw. Yes. And I'm not sure if they uh, get what amount of clothes they're getting, but it does not look like much. It's not covering the badunkadunk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So I say arrow pointing down for Alicia. Nicole yeah. says arrow pointing up. No, I I like her. Yes, but I don't, well, we're not talking about personal right, preference. I don't. I I see Semhar when I look at Alicia. So you pre merge, pre merge, pre merge, faux show. Okay, all right. So let's go into our next person, which is our our first man, and uh, it is Bill. I, I believe he is also the first uh, stand up comedian to ever appear on Survivor. I like Bill. Uh, I Bill like... is the Rob C with better hair. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say he's the the black Ethan, just because of the hair. <laughs> he does, but he's he does like, have the Ethan hair. He does have the Ethan hair, but he's like you in that he's funny and he seems to be pretty well grounded in the game of Survivor. I like Bill as well. I watched in his interview. He said that uh, he hasn't really been a huge Survivor fan. He started watching it at Heroes versus Villains, and then he's but then been he's, hooked. But then he's been hooked. Yes. Um, the interesting thing for me about Bill, well, let's go into a little bit of something I was talking about. Uh, some of what what I found. I've done okay. some. I've done some research here. Okay. So he's a stand up comedian. He's twenty eight. He is into uh, photography, tennis, and music. He's from Venice, California. Same location as our friend Ozzy. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Venice isn't that big. Venice isn't that big. Mm-hmm. Yes, John Fincher says everybody in Venice knows everybody. So and no we... one wants to know Fincher. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll have to get Ozzy on the podcast yes. asking about Bill. So uh, he says the reason for being on Survivor is to push his mind, body, and limit. He doesn't say what previous Survivor he uh, is reminded of or that Because he, he hasn't is. seen the Amazon. I don't think so. I don't know if he is me. I would not. I would not make that a comparison that you make. I mean, I can understand why you like. Uh, you guys look alike. Yes, we look alike. <laughs> uh, but I, I do think that one of the things that served me well in the Amazon, uh-huh. and I think that will serve Bill well, is, is your sense of humor. That it, Survivor is so GD boring. Okay, it is. So, that is the worst part. Well, okay, I, I take it back. I think the when it rains is the worst part about Survivor. Right. Number two is the boredom. Right. You're je- you just sit there all day and stare at the same people over and over and over again. And you're tired. You don't have a lot of energy. You can't get, you know, there's not a lot of things to go get up and go do. Mm-hmm. You're just so bored. You sit right. there and you stare at these people all day. You stare at the fire. And if there's anybody. Sometimes that- you fall in. And, the- and there's, you know, there's all these people talking about, 
you know what's the best candy? <laughs> I <laughs> love pizza! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, when I get home, I'm going to eat a cheeseburger. And if anybody has any sort of an interesting story at all, they're me. You know, you like, can't, can't phone out Phil. He's, yeah. got, he's funny. Yeah. They'll get rid of him. He's their entertainment. <laughs> yes. Now, if you are actually are funny or entertaining. Right. There are also people who think they're funny or entertaining well, and they're not. he is a struggling comedian. He's a struggling comedian. Could he be struggling because he's not funny? So, that's possible. Yes. That's possible. Maybe he's not funny. So, this is when I said, I'm going to take to YouTube. And I went to YouTube. Okay. And I found a cornucopia of material from Bill. Uh-huh. Was it good? Well, there's stand, stand-up comedy, which I thought, which I thought was, was good. But I also found, like, a ton of these, like, uh, almost like... No, no, no. (laughs) Settle down. Settle down. I just want to get the facts. Okay. That there were a ton of these, like, music videos that were almost like digital shorts that were, like, almost as good as the, like, the stuff that, like, Andy Samberg and uh, Lonely Planet and those guys do on Saturday Night Live. So he's talented. He's talented. And a lot of it was uploaded within the last like couple of weeks oh really like which seems like normally like uh, as somebody that has done a lot of uh web video like in, in my job you know you tend to shoot something and then put put it up it seems like he had a lot of stuff that he did in the can in between he went because and it has very few views like uh-huh. it's uh, like i'm like no this is really good it has 600 views i don't understand right i think that bill went on survivor and then did a lot of this, uh, like, you know, really has been working uh, in anticipation of Survivor airing and has created a lot of content, which I which I respect. Right. I'm just hoping that uh, we're both feeling good about Bill. We're hoping that he's there to play the game. And if, you know, that this will help his career out of it and not just he went on Survivor to help his career. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it doesn't seem that way at all. I do not get that vibe from him at all. Yes. He seems like a genuine guy. He's also a... And he was in the military. Yes. He has a military background and... So he had made a comment. I don't know if you picked up on it, that he made a comment about how he heard that Survivor is harder than it looks on TV from other Survivors in the military. Mm-hmm. What other survivors were in the military? I don't know if there was an actual person that he talked to. To me, that just sounds like something like when you uh, meet with Mark Burnett that you say, look, like I can handle this. That uh, I, I was in the military and Mark Burnett said, no, no, we have people who were in the military and they say this is hard. Survivor's harder than being in the military. And, and God has spoken. Yes. <laughs> and that's it. Um, so as far as Bill goes, okay, I, I started talking about my theory earlier on in uh the show here here's kind of where i think one world is going to be i think one world is going to be almost like the cool people versus the weirdos so the young versus the old yes mm-hmm. uh, a little like nicaragua-esque yes and i see a lot of like like the good-looking guys sort of like pairing off and having an alliance in their own tribe and then also having like a hot babe alliance on the side. Right. So they they're like hanging out, like all all the hot young people end up sort of hanging out together. Then, as we'll get to later, there's a lot of eccentric characters 
along the way. There's also a lot of douchey characters. Okay, well, the, the, I think the douchey characters are tending to be the younger, attractive people. Right. And then I think then we have a lot of people on the outside. What I like about Bill is I think that he can be one of the few people to... Uh, He's a chameleon. Yes. I think he can go and hang out with the uh, young, hot crowd. And then I think he can also get along with the outsider With the crowd. weirdos. With the, with the weirdo <laughs> crowd. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, totally. So I, I, that's what I like about Bill. I think he can do both of these things. I think he seems easygoing. The only thing I didn't like about Bill... Uh-oh. Was in his interview, his foot was—he was like a jackrabbit. Like his foot is, is, that just, a lot of energy? is just like flapping away the whole time. It's oh. like a—it's ner- like a it seems like a nervous tick. Oh, big this Willie. was like a poker game. It's like a—it seems like a tell. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like this. Other yeah. than that, I like think I liked everything about Bill. Yeah, he didn't take his Adderall. <laughs> I don't know. You weren't allowed to. Seemed bring very it. nervous uh-huh. for a guy who's been on stage a lot. Like it just oh. seemed very. He's a suffering comedian. I guess, I guess so. I guess so. All right. So uh, so I say Arrow's pointing up I have high hopes for Bill. Yes. I do. All right. So we're in agreement. We're two for yeah. two. We, do, we don't normally agree this much. No, we don't. It's about to fall to crap. All right. Here is Chelsea. Chelsea. Chelsea Meisner. Okay. So Chelsea, uh, she calls herself a tomboy. Uh-huh. She was a state champion equestrian rider. Uh-huh. Uh, she is funny, driven, and badass, allegedly. And the survivor contestant that she is most like is, well, she hasn't seen any country girls who have a real strong redneck side and are strong competitors. Yeah. Okay? So what are we thinking about Chelsea? I think she's got big jugs. Okay. That... <laughs> <laughs> Well, you will get no argument from me. Yes. I will agree. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that Chelsea, uh, I like, I think that she is going to uh, do well in this game because I think that the girls, some, when these girls get together, I think that um, they're going to want to like vote out anybody who's not in the girls' clique. Uh-huh. And I feel like, she is uh, strong enough to be a valuable member of that girls' team in the challenges. She's outdoorsy. But she's girly enough to get along with the overall group of the women. And the guys will like her because of her... Aforementioned... Yes. <laughs> assets. <laughs> so I think... I mean, I don't... She didn't give me a lot to work with here from her profile. Yeah, I wasn't impressed either way. Yeah. I mean, I think she's a little... Vanilla, I, I don't. I will be surprised if she wins the game. She, she's not going to win. But I could see her being there in the mix, in you know, final six or seven. You think so? You think she'll go that far? It's re- It's really hard to say. I mean, if this if this goes like I'm thinking it's going to go, where um, the like good looking guys and good looking girls sort of pair off and create one super alliance that sort of dominates the game and gets rid of all these people on the fringes. Yes. And then whittles down from there. Yeah, I could see her being there like around like six, seven. Mm-hmm. And she is feisty. She did say that she got into three fist fights in her life. Whoa. You think she'll throw down? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. So I think the, the arrow is overall pointing up for Chelsea, but again, I don't have a lot to go from here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't give me give me anything to uh, really hook into mm-hmm. besides uh, other things. Uh, so Christina, uh, here we go. Uh, sort of keeping with the same theme, 
Uh, Christina, she is uh, from in lives in Hollywood, California. She's a career consultant. And she lives in West Hollywood, same place where David Murphy was from. Oh, very mm-hmm. very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, her pet peeves are when people have poor follow-up skills. Mm-hmm. And she is uh, fearless, unstoppable, and empowering, allegedly. And the Survivor contestants she is most like is, this is interesting, Christina on Redemption Island, because she likes to take the lead and stands up for herself. In the same way, my sense of humor, though, is very sarcastic and dry like Francesca. You know what? Both of those early boots, you don't want to be like them. And I have a feeling she's going to be out just as early. Yeah, Christina, this is, this is, we're pretty random people to to discuss, yes. Christina and uh, Francesca. <laughs> and two people who went off, like, very close, uh, which, I don't know, it makes me feel like she hasn't seen that much Survivor. Yeah. If those are the two people she's picking. Yes, and she also said that she's going to go around camp go and saying to people... Why are you here? And is this the right fit for you? <laughs> you know what? Just write your own name on the parchment because you're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. The, her reason for being on Spyro is she wants to play the game because she knows she can do it and looks like it's so much fun. I also hope this show will bring my family closer together. Okay. Well, that's, that's very well, the, nice. well, the only family this game brings closer together is the Hans family. <laughs> no, it's they, they go oh, yeah. further apart. That's right. <laughs> if this brought us together. Yes. Oh, that's true. <laughs> the, th- the thing about Christina... Is um you know she just she seems very very nice, but she seems very she's too aggressive. Oh, I was gonna. Why do you say she's too aggressive? I well, I wouldn't say aggressive. I think she's more like passive aggressive. Where did you, did you see? Where do I see that? When she says the, why are you here? Is this the right the right fit for you? <laughs> okay. I, I I don't think that's gonna play out well. I I don't. I thought that she was saying that more as, like, to be an empowering person. She said she's empowering. If someone came up to you while you were playing Survivor and said, why are you here? Do you think that this is a good fit for you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, well, I, maybe maybe she should ask that to Alicia Shorts. <laughs> this is not a right fit for you. <laughs> so, uh, as far as Christina, I think she just seems like she's very, very nice, but it's very normal. And I always feel like uh, normal people... I don't think that they're going to do too ho- go too hot on Survivor because uh, a normal person at some point will say, "What the hell am I doing? I am trying. I'm on a game show. I'm I'm not eating. This is this is dumb." And I, I think that the people who have done well on Survivor are a little, I don't want to say un- not so well adjusted, but there's a, something's off. They have a little bit of fear. There's a little something that's off about mm-hmm. all the people who have done well on Survivor. Yeah. Christina just seems very normal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I don't think she's going to do well. Mm-hmm. I think she's out before the merge. Seems like a very nice person. I agree. I agree. Although I think she could have picked a better bathing suit. <laughs> I don't know if that's the bathing suit. I'm just saying, you know, I like to critique the bathing suits. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll keep that <laughs> open for the, uh, for the next Survivor uh, wet t-shirt contest or... Bikini contest. Is that going to be next week, too? Because our schedule is full. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Colton. All right. What do you think about Colton here, Nicole? Colton, he's a very young man. He is a young he's man. He's 20 years old. He is the... Um, I have to find him in my notes here. What number is he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you like the system. I don't like he's your He's number system. four. He's number four. Uh, oh, yeah. So he's the Southern Baptist Gay Republican. Yes. Now, some interesting things about Colton. Uh, Well, he loves socializing, watching reality TV, and writing. His pet peeves are ugly people who think they're hot. 
Uh, <laughs> his three words are to describe himself are adorable, entertaining, and opinionated. And this is interesting. His Survivor contestant that he is most like, as far as his personality goes, he would be a mix of Queen Parvati, Corinne, and JT. Whoa. I like that he calls Parvati Queen Parvati. <laughs> yes. And Corinne, I think, is going to be so excited to know that somebody is is like her. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> Colton. Now, he's also the Survivor super fan. Ne- it- and that never goes well. Well, you know what? I thought at one point, six months ago, or whenever we did the preview for the last season, a young Cochran came along. I said, "Okay, Cochran, he knows the game. This is this is a good thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna err on the side of a person who knows the game over a person who doesn't know the game." But I think that I'm revising my thoughts on this because I think the people that know the game too much, I think it gets on people's nerves. Yes, I could totally see that. And I think that the young Colton... the And the... Yes. Young Colton, who seems very excited to be there, uh-huh. I think is going to drive... And, and I think men versus women does not play to his advantage either. I don't think so. I don't think so. So when he's on the team with all the men and doesn't doesn't shut up a, oh my god, I'm on Survivor, I can't believe this is happening. This is just like the time is, in season three when... Yeah. And, and I personally can see this uh, on... Uh, there, was a, there was one season that uh, I was on where mm-hmm. uh, I was around a bunch of people who were... I had watched on TV and I was very so excited to talk to them mm-hmm. and then uh, I've been told that that was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to have a podcast and I talk to them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but not not too many of those people who said I was annoyed. Yes. I have a feeling that Colton is also going to... Have a podcast? Uh, maybe have a podcast, <laughs> but he's also going to annoy the crap out of the couples. The couples? Yes. So you think the... Uh, so are you buying into my theory of uh, Survivor High School? I think that there will definitely be couples. Um, I think at some point it's going to be broken up. Yes. And I think that you don't think that... Uh, I think that there could be a, I just think that the outsiders are so all over the place and we'll yeah. get to some of, some of them later that I don't see, I think that there could be, if somebody was to say, Hey, look, uh, all these people who aren't in the main clique, why don't we all get together? But I think that there might be four or five in, of the, in the guys and four or five of the girls and then they end up coming together and sort of voting off these outsiders and there's not enough of them. I can see something happening where there's a lot of Good-looking girls, young mm-hmm. girls, and a yes. lot of good-looking young guys. And I think that there might be some competition in getting, you know, the same guy or the same girl. Ooh. But mostly the same guy. Caddy. Yes. And Could, I have some a feeling bachelor action? that something like that is going to happen. Okay. <laughs> well, That is my prediction. <laughs> that's very interesting. So as far as Colton goes, I'm not feeling too good for Colton. I like Colton. I think he's going to be a good good on the show. I think he's going to be great on the podcast. I'm looking forward to watching him, <laughs> and I'm sure that our interview with him will be exemplary. Yeah. And I hope he's a he's a listener. Yes. But that being said, I think that uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping that he can check himself before he wrecks himself mm-hmm. out there and find people who aren't. He's not going to get on their nerves. Yes. But I'm I'm calling pre merge. Now, that being said, I think it serves him that the people he's playing with did not watch Cochran play last season. Right. Because if he starts in with the, uh, hey, Jeff, oh, my God, 
that this can you believe this is happening? And everyone's sort of like, oh my god, this but is another Cochrane. But if it's annoying, Cochran. it's annoying. That's it. It doesn't matter if they've seen Cochrane. If they find it annoying. That's true. I think he would do fair better in a season that was not men versus women. Yes. Like I feel like uh, that he would get he would get along with uh, with more of the women on the tribe. But I don't know. Although he did say he has the ability to turn everybody against the person he doesn't like. Well, that is good in some ways until it gets traced back to you. Right. Sometimes that is like rubber and glue. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll we'll see for Colton. Yeah. I, I think he'll be good TV, and I hope he does well. But I'm not I'm not really feeling it. Pre-merge. I think so. Yeah, we're on the same page here. I, I think so. You know, the men versus women is weird, though, because yeah. in the times that there have been men versus women season, we've seen some, like, macho, uh, like, type A personality guys get voted off first, okay? In Survivor the Amazon, the first two guys who go home are Ryan Aiken and Daniel Liu. Well, that's because you had Roger... Yes, who was, who was he, running the show? He didn't and like they those were, guys. Yeah, he didn't like those guys. But in a normal season, you don't normally see a tribe vote off two strong, players. you know, st- strong well, guys. Daniel Liu strong. He he is physically strong. I think his yeah. muscles muscles are just for show. No, Nicole, <laughs> I will not have you talk about my friend Daniel Liu like that. Okay, I'm just saying. Okay, well, I'm just saying that it stops right now. Pound just saying. <laughs> so. We've seen in the Amazon, okay, a team of all guys. Hey, look, we don't need so much strength to beat the girls. Let's vote off some of these, uh, right? S- some of these uh, strong guys. Right. In Survivor Vanuatu, who goes first? Brooke Garrity. Well, he deserved it. And well, <laughs> that's it. But he's a, he's a strong guy. Uh-huh. And then I'm not sure who goes second. But is it JP? Is it JP goes second? Yeah. Something something like that. Mm-hmm. So we've see, we have seen in a men versus women season where some of the like look we've got enough strength right we can vote off whoever if you're being a douche we're just going to vote you off mm-hmm. so there's that possibility and that's what we've got to hope for with if we're Colton fans right so he's got to turn everybody against the strong people the yeah. strong guys yes maybe he's like oh hey I'm good at I'm good at the puzzles it's and, like oh and, but look at this guy he's getting close to the girls he's yeah making we got an it. alliance with the chicks yeah we got to get rid of him get rid of him I could see he's Colton a, doing that he's, he's snuggling he's snuggling with with Alicia yeah he's grabbing onto that badonkadonk <laughs> <laughs> helps him stay warm <laughs> so uh that's okay that's what we got to do for Colton here yes so uh that's that's good and so, uh, yeah. So thumbs down for Colton, but we'll we'll, we'll be hopeful. But we have we have hopes for him. We're hoping. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, next up is is Greg, who uh, I think Greg uh, seems to me like he is going to be uh, pretty crazy. Seems. You know what, Greg? No one likes a bragger. <laughs> Greg is a real bragger. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Among other things. Uh, Greg is a uh, into art, music, adventure, entomology, and primatology. His pet peeves are that? inequity and deceit. Uh, he's into swordplay. Oh, who isn't? He's a plastic surgeon. Yes. Uh, he's most like Coach. And uh, he uh, thinks he'll win Survivor because he's of the jungle and part of nature. And he calls himself 
Tarzan, one of two people who call themselves Tarzan this season. This could be a conflict. If there's a Tarzan reference, you should be voted out immediately. And according to his interview uh, that I watched today, uh, his many people call him Greg. Other people call him Tarzan. And his close friends call him Scaramouche. <laughs> That's what I think when I look That's at him. That's what I call him. And yes. he's got a pretty awesome Scaramouche stash. <laughs> a very Scaramouche stash. It's very scary. Uh, rivaling Rick's mustache, um, I think he's a cra- he's. Uh, I-, I don't like to use the term crazy. I think he is uh, an eccentric. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I feel like he's gonna be around. I feel like he's gonna be like the Roger, where he's he's gonna go after the young guys. I feel like he's gonna be like a Jimmy T. He just looks like Jimmy T. But I feel like he's gonna be a, like he's gonna be kind of bossy and like, look, I'm Tarzan. I know what's going on out here. He's gonna rub people the wrong way. I don't think that he's gonna last long. <laughs> I don't. I don't see it at all. <laughs> I just feel like that he's could be an asset, but I do. He's in. The, he's in the outsiders. No, when you're bored and they're, you're sitting around, you don't want to hear this guy talking about how great he is. You're gonna be writing his name down even before tribal council. Let me tell you. Council. One time I was in a sword fight. Yeah, you'd be like in the middle of. Great. How do you spell your name? In the middle of rhinoplasty. <laughs> <laughs> so. We'll see about Greg. I would mm-hmm. say the arrow is, I don't. I have it pointing up just because I feel like, you know, of late on Survivor, I feel like the eccentrics have, have somehow, they just stick around. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't think he's going to last long. I don't know. I For some reason, against my better judgment, I feel like we're going to be seeing a lot of Greg. Okay, well, we will find out. We will see, but uh, the, you're right the, that on paper, it doesn't look like we should. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Greg is is one of my early favorites. I think he's going to be <laughs> he's going to be amazing to watch. He's going to give us a lot to podcast about. Yes. I feel like yeah. So that's uh, that is Greg. Uh, let's get into Jay. Jay Byers. Jay Jay Jay. Now, I, I think I, he drank a tank of helium. <laughs> <laughs> he is a little high pitch. Uh, so uh, believe it or not, Nicole, Jay is actually a male model. Yes, I, he said that. Did you know that? Several times. Yes. Um, he is uh, into uh, being uh, active, daring, and charming. But he's going to keep his model career a secret and pretend he's a landscaper. Okay. That's a good idea. <laughs> yes. Uh, then he is. Uh, he hates when people smack gum, have bad breath, or are clingy texters. Nicole, what is a clingy texter? Um, I guess it's someone who's always connected to their phones. Oh. Yeah. Like, like you? He hates me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, is a clingy texter like, like uh, what's up? What are you doing right now? Uh, and like asking a bunch of questions. Oh, like, I guess maybe it's like a like a chick that would just normally keep calling but just keeps texting. Yeah. Um, another piece of information about Jay, he is uh, also his inspiration in life is somebody named Bear Grillis. That guy is crazy, and I just found out he is a Christian. Uh, I love his uh, "I can go anywhere and do anything" mentality. What survivor is he like? Yeah, well, <laughs> oh yeah, I said we said we were going to do that, and we sort of forgot about that. Uh, I think that he, to me, he, he says he also is most like a Colby or a Rupert. I don't know. I they're both similar. This guy, I'm thinking he's like a male Purple Kelly. 
No, I think that he's going to say ridiculous things and he's going to get lots of airtime. Really? I don't see that at all. I just see him being sort of like in the background. He's just there. It's like 10 weeks in. We're saying, is Jay even still on the show? Okay. He's, I think he's like the Brett Closer. Oh, but at the end, you really got to know Brett. <laughs> Did we? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just think this guy is there. I don't think he's, he's too uh, interesting. I'm sure he's a nice guy. He seems like a very nice guy. But uh, when they asked him about his strategy, his strategy is that uh, he says he's going to try to get all the really smart people out. Okay. So that doesn't when when your targets are, are the smart people, I feel like that doesn't that doesn't say speak highly of your own uh, like what? intellect. Got to get rid of all the smart people because yeah. they'll probably win if you them. <laughs> and I know it like it's But sound... he seems strong. Seems... He seems like he'll do well in the I have challenges. no doubt that he is strong. And I don't think that he'll be a threat because he doesn't seem like the, you know, the sharpest tool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Maybe half right. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I'm sure Jay. I'm sure Jay is is uh, is a nice guy. I, I just he's not doing anything for me. I don't know. I have high hopes for Jay. Showmance or not for Jay? No. No showmance. No showmance. I don't know. I think that this guy is. Uh, if he's not if he's not looking for a showmance on this show, I don't know what what is he doing all day. I think he wants to be one with the island. One with the island. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. So I think he's he's a showmance. He's in the. No, I think he's here to play the game. Yeah. Also, I will also add if what my, I predict for this season holds true, this could be the worst season of Survivor. Why would you say that? If if it's just like the high school clique just sort of takes over and runs with this thing, I think this could be a very uh, unentertaining season of Survivor. If it holds. To that, to that form. I don't know. I think this this is going to be a great season of Survivor. <laughs> I think it depends on who finds the other team's immunity idol. If one of the older people that's what finds this is it. coming down to. Well, I mean, think about it. If one of the older people finds the immunity idol, they're not going to give it to you know the other team, the young couples. They're going to give it to one of the other older people. I guess so. That's I mean, what we got to hope for. That's what you got to hope for. One, uh, old, one of the old guys finds a, the idol and gives it to one of the old ladies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it saves them. <laughs> that's what's going to change the whole game? It'll change everything. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Jonas, who is, uh, I want to call him uh, one of the Jonas brothers. But not really. <laughs> so he's a sushi chef, which mm-hmm. I think is good, the sushi chef. I love sushi. You got fish, you got rice. Let's make some sushi. It sounds like paradise for a sushi chef. Sushi chef. I can't even say that. <laughs> so, well, you could just say sushi maker this season. Okay? He plays with fish. <laughs> so, he is a uh, into cooking, eating, and vacationing with his family and surfing. Uh, he is passionate, determined, and motivated. And he, the survivor contestant he is most like is Fabio because he's perceived as being weed. very carefree on the outside, but on the inside is an intense competitor. Uh, I do not think that things are going to go well for Jonas. You know, Jonas was so mellow on the uh, CBS.com videos that I like. I wanted to check his pulse. He's very passive. He, yes, and you know what? It makes sense now that he is most like Fabio. He was probably. Smoking the grass. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I think that if the young guys are, and the young girls are all sort of intermingling, I see Jonas on the outside looking into that. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
He better start making some rainbow rolls, otherwise he's out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he could be like the uh, Max of Saved by the Bell, where if all the cool kids are hanging out... He just out, serves them food. Yeah, he's like, hey, kid! Oh, I mean, you're on your date? Or, Here's some sushi. A, a different 90s reference. Maybe he could be the Nat of the Peach Pit for the, the <laughs> 90210 Alliance. Yes. How about that? Yes. Now, for uh, Jonas also, I think that the fact that he's a sushi chef or a sushi maker... A sushi maker. <laughs> I think this is not necessarily a good thing. And I will go back to... Uh, Survivor the Australian Outback with uh, Keith the Cook. Now, Keith the Cook was like, hey, I'm a cook, everybody. And then uh, it totally opened him up for Jerry to say, well, for a guy who's a cook, he really sucks at cooking. Um, (laughs) You mean the girl with the hat? Yes, the girl with the hat, (laughs) if you're Russell. So any job that you can actually do on the island, you open yourself up to if you cannot perform that job, then everybody they hold says, it against you. Like, for instance, if you are a lumberjack and you go on Survivor, the first time you can't don't cut a tree down, like, oh, this guy's a lumberjack and he doesn't even cut a tree down? So this is anything that can be performed on the island. This is not, this is not good. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's almost you're better off if you're Jonas... Telling people you have a different job. And then like, oh, I just whipped this together. Like, I, oh, I, I'm an accountant. Yeah, I'm an accountant. But Jonas is such a good cook. <laughs> but when you say that you're a cook and then you make something, it's not... The expectations. Like, oh, I thought this guy was a cook. Yeah. He sucks. Yeah. Let's good. vote him out. Mm-hmm. Nobody's like, oh. Like day one, everybody's like, yeah, we got a cook on our team. Day five's like, I hate the cook. <laughs> cook sucks. There's yeah. no food. He gave a bigger portion to that guy. He gave the crispy rice to that guy. Yeah, he took away the crispy rice. Mm-hmm. Everybody hates the cook by the end of this. Yeah. And um, because of that, I say the arrow is pointing down for Joe Jonas. I, I agree. Arrow pointing down. <laughs> All right. So, um, moving along to Cat. Uh, Cat Edorsong. Cat Edorsong? Yes. Cat. 17 in your book. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. So... We watched we watched the TV Guide preview before First, yes. we watched the um we looked at the CBS bios and they did, did in some random order yeah and it's it's we're all over the place okay so uh, she is um, she has a cute bathing suit you you see like that bathing I do suit. like it looks very good on her okay so um <laughs> she uh, is another person that references uh, Fabio in the TV Guide special she says um hey. Fabio was dumb and blonde, and he won. <laughs> if this is a, your argument for why you're going to win, this is not going to go well, Kat. Right. You know, I, I thought she was a very nice, sweet, you know, girl next door until she told us that she sells timeshare. Timeshare rep. Enemy. Enemy. Timeshare alarm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You, uh-oh. You are a bastard. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Timeshare. Yes. Like, no, it's this isn't a timeshare. You this, can't be a nice this person. This is a point system. Yes. It's not it's not a timeshare. Yes. <laughs> anytime You just wasted three hours of my life. Yeah. Uh anytime somebody tells you like timeshare is on a list of things that people tell you that they're not, that means that they definitely are. If, yes. if somebody's trying to tell you something that says it's not a timeshare, it definitely is a timeshare. Uh, if somebody tries to tell you something is is not a cult, it's definitely a cult. And if, you're... if somebody tries to tell you something is not a cold sore, it's definitely a cold sore. 
Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. These are things that are... (laughs) Anything else, Nicole? If you say that you sell timeshare, I question your character. We're questioning her character. Yes. Uh, so, uh, about Kat, mm-hmm. she is, uh, into, uh, riding horses, fishing in all sports. Her pet peeves are long lines at the DMV, seat belts on airplanes, and girl- Safety first! Girly girls and small children with, we- with leashes. <laughs> uh, and she says Andrea is her favorite. Ooh. Oh, not just for, uh, Survivor, maybe for Miss Survivor also. She's a blonde, a farm girl, and just loves a challenge. She will be able to play and get ahead of the game despite her sweet look on the outside, just like me. For example, she wasn't afraid to throw Matt under the bus to save herself. Now, Kat is a big Survivor fan, I take it. Or just a recent Survivor fan. No, she is. Because I watched her interview, and uh, although she says her hero is Xena, the warrior princess, she uh, talked about... Again, I question your character. (laughs) Yes. Uh, also, she's from Orlando. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, furthermore, she says that she's like a Jamie Dugan. I'm like, what? Who is a Jamie Dugan? She was in China. <laughs> I'm like Googling Jamie. I'm like, what is Jamie Dugan a character on a show? <laughs> and I'm Googling what? Who is Jamie Dugan? What kind of survivor and I, podcaster and I'm like, are you? For the record, Google Jamie Dugan. There's no unless you type in. Jamie Dugan survivor. Uh-huh. There's no. She just had a baby. Okay, I'm just telling you. Maybe she needs to get on this, <laughs> work oh. with Google. A little She's bit. on the Twitter. Yeah, so I'm. I'm like, what is Jamie Dugan? Is like guys like are applying for jobs named Jamie Dugan. Mm-hmm. I, it took me like five minutes to figure out Jamie Dugan was somebody that was on Survivor China. Yes, and she married a fellow contestant. Yes, they have a baby. What's his name? I don't know. What's the baby? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the baby's name. Yeah, and she is also. Um, Cat, she's also Keith 2.0. <laughs> Keith 2.0? Yes, they both from... have heart conditions. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. that Keith. I thought you were talking about Big Brother Keith. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, does she walk in with a giant flower? <laughs> uh, she might. <laughs> but for someone Wait, who has had... What was Keith's plan on uh, Big Brother? What is it called? <laughs> what, Keith's know. Angels? Was that what... <laughs> <It's> so stupid. <laughs> so, Cat, uh... I don't know about Kat. I mean, on the one hand, I feel like if the high school alliance takes over, I feel like she will be well served. She, she is a little boy crazy. Yes. Uh, so, but that being said, I kind of feel like uh, not feeling good. I don't know. I disagree. I think that we are going to see her for a while. She Well, she has never played in gym class. <laughs> yeah. How is she going to do well in the challenges? I'll say she, like I'm like lukewarm, lukewarm on her. I yes, feel like I she... think I've just after realizing the challenge deficit, I don't think she's going to do well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whoa. Uh, CBS has some some weird ads that pop up on the uh, on the website. Yes. Did you sign up for your fantasy colonoscopy? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I say that uh, I saw about a, about the cans of paint a hundred times. Yes, I kept being offered a, a fantasy colonoscopy when I was watching. <laughs> what is a fantasy colonoscopy? <laughs> is it? Is it? You know what? I was going to make. Don't ask. I was going to say something in, too. In, not going to go in, there. Appropriate joke. Not going to go and there. It involved Alicia, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to get into it. Might involve somebody else, okay. but I'm not going to go there. Okay, fair enough. All right, so let's talk about. Uh, Kim. Kim, Kim, Kim. What number? Kim is uh, she would be number eight in your in your prayer book, Nicole. Mm -hmm, My Bible. Uh, Kim. Kim, the divorcee. Kim is 
single and ready to mingle. Uh-huh, and she's got a bridal boutique she, waiting to walk down the aisle. She is on the rebound. Yes, but Kim looks good. Yeah. Kim is hot, although the bathing suit I'm not really digging. Okay. Uh, I won't say the same thing about the bathing suit again. Uh, <laughs> hobbies are sand volleyball, reading, and hanging out with really cool people. Okay. Who will, who doesn't? Now, I reading that, I think that, oh, she probably wants to hang out with me until I read that her pet peeves are speed bumps, people who honk to reprimand <laughs> rather than as a warning, uh, and uh, corny humor. Oh, there you <laughs> That's go. <a> kill. <laughs> That's a buzzkill. Uh, for Kim. Mm-hmm. Uh, then she says she's like Stephanie LaGrosa because she's a badass. And also Elizabeth Hasselbeck because she was uh, friendly but competitive. And she's Republican. And, and like Amanda because she's tall. Okay, is she going to get blurred? I don't know. So uh, what are we thinking about uh, Kimmy Kim? I think there are too many secrets on this season of Survivor. Everybody wants to keep their professions a secret. Yeah. Well, why is she going to keep bridal shop owner no, a secret? No, she's going to keep that she was uh, a white water rafting. Why? Whatever. Who cares because about Because she that? doesn't want people to know she's outdoorsy. All these people with secrets by like day two, everybody's they spill, they spill the beans. They spill the beans. <laughs> so uh, I like Kim. Kim, Kim was, uh, was in the conversation for my pick for the winner. Really? Yes. But then I said, uh, I feel like she's just missing that spark. Yes, I, I think she like... loses the spark when she tells people what animal they look like. Oh, why? That's what she does? That's what she says. She tells, she will tell you what animal you look oh, like. Oh, I can't wait to have her on the podcast. Yes, and I think she looks like a giraffe. <laughs> she looks like a giraffe. Uh, can you very, see it? I can see it. Very, yeah. A very pretty giraffe. With nice boobs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Divorce. <laughs> uh, so... Uh... <laughs> Kim and very and we applaud Kim for getting divorced before she goes on Survivor. That that this is this makes things a lot easier. Trust us on this one. Yes, yes. You wanna you you wanna just have that tie. Get the divorce. You severed. don't want the repercussions. Yes, trust us on this one, yes. Kim. But I I feel good about Kim, but I just can't like I I I didn't see that killer instinct. I don't think she has the killer instinct. I think she's a nice girl. I don't know how far that's going to take her, though. Yes. Being nice on Survivor only gets you so far. She may win some challenges, but I don't think that's enough. She could be a, a, a threat. Yeah. She could be. You, you think she's going to be a threat? I think she'll be a threat, but I don't think she at the at, she's the sole Survivor at the end of this. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into... And also, alphabetically, this is a very uh, top-heavy season. Like some of the contestants. A very top-heavy season of survivor some are uh, bottom heavy as far as alphabetically that uh there's only three survivors that are left after the letter m in the alphabet <laughs> you'd think it'd be a little bit more of an even split but a little, yeah. little top heavy as far as alphabetically goes all right so let's get into courtney okay courtney moon m-o-o-n that spells courtney moon she's 29 uh, she is into uh being a mechanic mm-hmm. she she's gets all greased up knitting cocktails Nighttime bike rides. And did you know this? She has a son. Yes, a seven-year-old son. She has a son. That thought she was going to die when she went on Survivor. Not a good sign. Oh. Uh, Three words to describe her are creative, scatterbrained. That's, I don't think hyphenated words should count. (laughs) Uh, And uh, impulsive. Yes. (laughs) I liked her until she said that she wanted to play the game with integrity. 
Yeah, I think that Courtney is, is going to be a really nice person, but I got my over-under on her crying at about uh, nine and a half times, and I don't think she's going to make the merge. No, I don't think so either. And she, you know, she described her experience as wanting to be a hero. Yeah, uh, she's the, could be the new Jenna Lewis and uh, I... New Jenna Lewis? So she can have a, a porno? No, no, no. <laughs> How is she not... like Jenna Lewis? Je- the Jenna, she's the new Jenna Lewis circa the year 2000. Okay, so on season one. Yes, and let's hope that if she gets a tape from home that they remember to send it in for her kid. Hopefully. <laughs> so, for Courtney, I just think this is going to be tough for her. And then, uh, you know, there's going to be this whole high school alliance going on, potentially. She's going to be a fish out talking, of water. She's talking about her kid and mechanics. And, she's like, she, I think she would be better served by if she was with the guys. Absolutely. And then there was like there could be like some older dad guy that like takes her under the wing. Yeah, where but, they can talk cars. Yeah, so maybe she's I, with Jay Leno. Maybe she's with Jay Leno. <laughs> uh, I just don't think that uh, she's gonna do so hot with the women. No, um, I, I agree. She's got some interesting pet peeves. What are they? She's had bad bad experiences with people who have low moral codes. I just have no. You're pa- on Survivor. I just have no patience for hypocrisy and folks who regularly enjoy the smell of their own farts. What? Lack of respect for monogamy is a huge pet peeve of mine, as well as people who chew others and spit it, uh, spit them out uh, simply because they can. Basically, sociopaths and narcissists. Welcome to Survivor, Courtney. Welcome to Survivor. Sociopaths, narcissists, and people who enjoy the smell of their own farts. Yep, that sums it up. That's that's Survivor. <laughs> mm. And if it's kill or be killed. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think Courtney I'm, that uh, Courtney, maybe you should have went on the Amazing Race. Yeah. With your seven year old. Yes, that would be good. <laughs> that that would be good. So, uh, or like one of those shows where they fix cars. Yes. What is what is that show? I don't know. Yeah, me, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I, we think my the, brother loves it. The arrow is pointing down for pointing Courtney. Pointing down, down, down. So, sorry, Courtney. Yeah. And and we already have this Courtney, and there's the Courtney that sucks, but she's the Courtney with a K. So I think is that different? Spelled different. She's like a Kardashian. Yes. And that's not good. <laughs> All right, let's. Very happy to talk about Leaf. Leaf Manson. Who's uh, not one of the, the Manson family? Yikes. So uh, he's from San Diego. Mm-hmm. He is a phlebotomist, which yes. I didn't know was a thing before uh, Leaf really? came into the world. Yeah. Uh, he is into paintball, snowboarding, and weightlifting. His pet peeves are being taken advantage of by backstabbers. He's most Welcome like to Survivor. Fabio because his wit and his skills were misjudged and underestimated, but he outplayed them all in the end. Okay. Okay. And uh, Leaf is also, uh, as many of you know, is the first little person in the history of Survivor, and uh, and Russell Hance uh, resents him. Yes, he's upset that he missed it. Yes, no <laughs> VIP parking. <Yeah. laughs> and if you want to know why, you'll have to go back and listen to Russell Hance uh, on our podcast. Yes, I was very excited for Leaf, and then I watched the CBS.com video, and I wasn't really impressed. Yeah, I'm excited for Leaf also, but I thought he was a little flat. In it his... was a bit flat. I was not impressed. I did not get enthused by his delivery of. Yeah, video. he wasn't. Really, he wasn't super funny or anything like that. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, what... He takes his job very seriously. Yeah. Um. But that's it. Yeah, he didn't seem like he was like he was uh, very funny, and um, we'll we'll see. Like you, you know, you want to see a, a spark 
in, right. in, I didn't in these the interviews. And I just thought he was like, a, you know, just a little like r- right down the middle. Leaf. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that Leaf will do okay in this game. I know a lot of people I think are, he like, will definitely hold his own yeah. in this game. Uh, I think he's going to do well in the challenges. I think he's going to really surprise people. I think men versus women helps him because uh-huh. uh, it's not going to be as much as like, uh, I mean, he's a, he's weightlifter. He's strong. He looks strong. He looks like he has a nice physique. He looks strong. But uh, so as far as uh, physically, it's going to be interesting to see how he can compete with the with the rest of the people in the, in the challenges. If there's something like... Uh, you know, it's something where his height could be uh, a disadvantage to him. But his height could also be an advantage. It could be. We'll yeah. S- we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I, I I'm gonna be when when the lights come on on February fifteenth. Uh, Leaf will be one of the people I am most curious to see how they do. Yes, absolutely. I almost, you know, I I feel like I was almost ready to say maybe Leaf could win. Maybe Leaf could win. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. If this is anything like uh, seasons past, are they going to get rid of him for his handicap? Well, there's also the Kelly Bruno factor. Exactly. Okay, where now people say, well, we got to get rid of Leaf right away. Right. Because if he gets to the end and He's he gets win. to the finals and he says, sympathy hey, um, I was a little person, I got to the end, he'll win no matter what. Mm-hmm. No, so he we have will. to vote. We voted off the girl with one leg. We are going to, we got to vote off Leaf. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. So that could be a factor. He's got to watch out for the Kelly Bruno factor. Yeah, he's got to watch your back. Got to watch out. Mm-hmm. Is there a reverse Kelly Bruno factor? Like like a strong person? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to their think. Their handicap what... is their strength? <laughs> no. <laughs> Something that makes like uh, people say, oh, we got to bring this guy to the end because nobody will, nobody will vote for him. It's like Jimmy Johnson. the Jimmy like, Johnson. like, oh, the guy who has three arms. The Jimmy Johnson is like the reverse Kelly Bruno. It's like, hey, I'm rich. Look, nobody's going to vote for me. You're going to take me to the end. Yeah, I could see it. <laughs> That's the reverse Kelly Bruno. Like, I've got everything going for me. Nobody's going to vote for me right. for the end. Take me. Uh, and then that guy will probably end up winning. So, we'll see about Leaf. Not yeah. feeling not feeling bad, but not feeling particularly great. Kind of neutral. Kind, kind of neutral. All right. So, uh, moving along after Leaf comes... Uh, oh, it's the Eminem Boys... Matt and Michael. Let's start with Matt. Matt Quinlan. I did not like that. <laughs> I'm going to say it right there. Yes. Um, Matt is somebody who could do very well in this game. And he's also somebody... But I think he's going to be his own worst enemy because he is cocky and he's kind of a douche. He's a high-risk, high-reward yeah. uh, kind of kind of guy for me. He's a big swing-and-a-miss uh, kind of guy in yeah. that... Uh, I could see him easily winning this game. I could not see him winning. I could see him easily being the first one voted out. Yes. He um, he described himself as, uh, he says he's go- going to do very well. Yes. That right there tells me that he's No not. shortage of confidence yes. from that. Yes. He's going to be the leader, but he's a bad follower. Um, don't get in the way of his plan because he'll screw you. Um, I think he's the first out. Really? I, I do not get... I don't like him. I would be surprised if he is uh, the first out. You would be surprised. I would be surprised. Just because... Uh, I and mean, he's a lawyer, but he wants to keep it a secret. Because keep, being a lawyer, no one can can read that off you. I just think that... Like, I could see it not working out for him, but I'd be surprised if he's the first, the first one 
to go home. Yeah. Like, you know, these uh, other guys who are, uh, that I've mentioned uh, who were the first ones out in these male, men versus women season. Yeah. Neither of those guys were lawyers, if you, if you catch my drift. No, I get it. Neither of those guys were passing the bar exam. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's a, he's a bright guy. How much he's hung up on himself, I think, is going to be the question. It's going to be his downfall. Something that I picked up on in his personal claim to fame, okay? Uh, he says, uh, his personal claim to fame is, uh, starting my own law firm, the law offices of Matthew J. Quinlan. Uh, and again, you using your third person uh, and a middle initial. Okay, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, though. Okay. That, okay. Uh, I take I take my career and my commitment to my clients very seriously. Being able to set up MJQ Law so that I can make a difference in the lives of my clients is probably the thing I'm most proud of in my life. Now, did we need two name dropping? Sounds really of douchey. Matthew J. Quinn Law, yeah. or or Matthew Matthew J. Quinlan Law. Like you could have said that uh, starting my own law firm. I take my career and my commitments to my clients very seriously. Like, yeah. we didn't need two name drops of the full yes. law firm. Yes, you take including yourself very initial. seriously. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so, people can say, oh, when the game starts, I'm going to be this way. I'm going to be an actor for 39 days, and I'm going to put on a whole different face. Easier said than done. Yeah. Easier said than done. That I think that people always say, oh, I'm going to, when the game starts, I'm going to be this. The game will bring out the true you. And Jeff Probst doesn't even have high hopes for him. Jeff said that he is a very condescending guy and he's not, he's, and he's worried about him. He's <laughs> worried and about him. Probst is saying that about you, just put, you know, just write your name down. So, uh, as far as the Survivor contestant, he uh, yes, who is, is, is most like, well, if I did my pet peeves, my pet peeves are when the Survivor contestants can't come up with the Survivor contestant they're most like. Right. There's been 400 Survivor contestants. Nobody liked Matt Quinlan. Nobody liked him. Mm-hmm. They broke the mold. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, Survivor contestant you're most like. I've seen a lot of Survivor and Trio. can't recall a past contestant that reminds me of myself. So I have to answer this question with nobody. I don't plan on playing this game like any past Survivor. In fact, if someone's plan is to play like a past contestant, they are probably both in over their heads and in real trouble. If I have to, if I have it my way, I'll be playing a bold, evolved, innovative game that I hope takes Survivor gameplay to its inevitable next level. It won't. You know what? This is Survivor 24. It's not going anywhere. It's. You know what? Maybe I'm. I'm just. Uh, I'm sounding like like an old person here. I don't think there's that that many new ways to play the game that haven't been discovered yet. You're no I, Russell Hands that could change the game. <laughs> well. I don't know if Russell so much... Uh, he, he made his mark. I don't think Matt of MJQ Law is going to Ma- put a mark look, in like Russell did. Maybe he was. And I would say what happened with Russell was that Russell, you know, changed the way the hidden immunity idol uh, is used. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, you know, his, his greatest uh, strength. Um, and I, I don't know if Russell's sort of like... a. Had Russell won the game, then you say, oh, Russell Hans, he changed, you know, wh- whatever. We're not talking about Russell. Yeah. Maybe, and Russell, like, threw things in the fire and did stuff like that. I don't think that's but what But we're Matt's... talking about him. Yeah. Okay, so Russell Russell changed the game. Will Matt be the, the next the next the, level? The next I don't know. game changer? I, I don't know. Mm. 
Doubtful. He seems very vague with what he's planning on doing. Yeah. This next. Because he's a lawyer. This next <laughs> level of survival. I'm a lawyer. So I think that Matt has all the tools to win the game. I really do. Okay. But I do think he's got to get himself in check here. I, I see a lot of things I'm not liking uh, in his profile. Yeah. Not winning. <laughs> we'll see. And uh, yeah, he's got to turn on the charm here. Yeah. Got to be a I... charmer. I don't think he, he can do that. Yeah, you got to get the other people to fall in love with you. You can't just be in love with yourself. You can't yourself. be in love with yourself here, yeah. <laughs> you can't be the only one in love with you. You can't have a showmance yeah. with yourself. I don't think that he's going to be the first one out, but I don't think he's going to win. I, I am not a fan. That being said, I think he will bring a lot to the show. I think, I think that he he'll will. be amazing to watch. I think he will be fun, he will be fun to watch. Okay, and let's go to the other M&M guy, uh, Michael. A Matt and a Michael. This won't be confusing. So, Michael, uh, number 18. I got it. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. He is uh, from Seattle, Washington. He's a banker. He says he works out two hours a day. Seems seems too much. If anybody has to brag about how much they're working out. Yeah. Lunk alert. (laughs) Lunk alert. Okay. So, uh, he seems like he very much wants to play an honest and clean game. His survivor contestant he's most like is Ethan. Uh, He played a clean game. Did very well. And Rupert, because he speaks his mind. Uh, from his heart, not his head. But you know what? <laughs> Ethan would never wink at the camera. Michael winked at the camera? Yes, he winked at the camera. Mm-hmm. Ethan would never do that. Yeah, maybe as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to try to win the game without lying. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, a noble goal. Yes, and he will single-handedly bring the game of Survivor back to its roots. Oh, boy. Yeah. He's bringing us back to the Stone Age. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wish people would just come into Survivor and say, hey, my goal is to win the game. Like, it's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to win the game and I'm going to do it with one hand tied behind my back and all these caveats. And I'm not going to. You gonna... know who actually he... said something similar to that? Who? The divorcee. What is her? Kim? Yes. She said, you know what? I don't know what my strategy is going to be. When I get to the island, I'll figure it out. And whatever I have to do to win, that's what I'll do. Maybe I'm wrong about this. I don't think anybody has ever won the game without lying. Now, you can win the game without lying a lot. You can win the game without telling big lies. Right. But if there is not one person who has ever played the game and done well and not told a lie. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are people that say that. Oh, I never told a lie. They, they're lying right they're now lying when, right they, when they say that. Yeah. Otherwise, every tribal council, you just ask them, like, oh, who's... Who's going home tonight? Am I going home? I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, you are. You're going home tonight. Yeah. So nobody's not telling a lie. Right. Yeah. No Abe Lincoln. <laughs> no, no Abe Lincoln's here. All right. Or is so, that George Washington? No, honest Abe. <laughs> honest Abe. Okay. So then, uh, only uh, only four left here. Oh my goodness, it's getting hot in here. Oh, it's too. It's it's like one world. It's too much. All that Matt and Michael talk. <laughs> All right, easy. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Monica and Nicole. Monica Culpepper, did you know that she's the wife of a former NFL player? I did, but I didn't know she was Brad Culpepper, Culpepper's wife. Yes, so uh, ex-NFL wife, 
Monica Culpepper. We're all excited. Oh, man. Dante Culpepper's wife is on Survivor? And then, wah, wah. She's like, I'm married to Brad Culpepper. Yeah. Who I have not, uh, who I am not familiar with his work. <laughs> he uh, played for what, seven years, I think she said. Yeah. Something like, like that. Like, why don't we get, uh, the, the wife of, uh, baseball player wife Karen Jeter? <laughs> I'm married to Frank Jeter. Yeah. <laughs> he, he played seven years for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yes. Frank Jeter. Okay, well, I like Monica. Yeah, I, I'm not seeing good things for Monica. I, she looks strong. She's got life experience. She seems to be very well-rounded. She seems smart. Uh, her, she's very wordy in her bio here. Uh, yeah. Her hobbies are kickboxing, hiking, skeet shooting, riding four-wheelers, snowboarding, wakeboarding, running... Uh, reading and volunteering in her, com- com- in her community. Sorry about that. Uh, her pet peeves are people who are two-faced, unappreciative, and lazy. Also messy cars. Yeah. And the survivor she is most like, she can relate to Tina Wesson, the first female winner in 2001 because she was 40, had a career in the medical field, and was happily married. And that was. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm, you know, I don't want to speak out of school, but I, I believe that's the case. Oh, I like Tina. Okay. So, uh, that being said, uh, with Monica, so, uh, now, we've already had an NFL player's wife on Survivor. We did? Yes. Taj, her whole thing was that she was Eddie George's wife, and at least Eddie George was a star in the NFL. Was he really? Yes. Okay. So, uh, you know, not Dante Culpepper, uh, I'm, I'm not too excited about this. And uh, I think the arrow is pointing down for Monica. I like Monica. And like I said, I think that she brings a lot to the table. She's a mother. She um, She's strong. She seems very smart. She seems to know when to keep her mouth shut. And Why, when... Where do you get that she seems to know when to keep her mouth shut? She said it in her video. Well, she said it. And then I'm looking at her. Uh, I think she might have the longest bio out of anybody. Yeah, I did see a video. I think Dawn tweeted something where she was doing like these crazy crazy exercises with some like professional kickboxer or something and so i'm sure that monica is she seems like a totally awesome person like she's got a million things going on but the at the end of the day she is seems to be a woman of means okay yes she's accustomed to a very nice life Uh she does not need the money okay as far as i'm just reading between the lines there are some people in this game that really could use this money. They could use and they'll do anything whatever to get survivor. It. Like Monica could lose this game, go and... back to her life, and still live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Have a great life. Yes. Okay. So when it's day five now, and you know the S is really hitting the fan, and it's raining, and I'm just saying the I just want to go homes could rear rear its ugly head here. I also think that she could be the mom to, you know, the younger people when they're hitting rock bottom. She could be, but it seems like uh, she, maybe. I mean, I'm just telling you that my, that's what my gut is telling me. Right. Your gut could tell you something else. My gut else. is telling me something different, but it could be wrong. Yeah. I, I often am. I think, I think she's pre-merge. Oh, well, I don't think so. Okay. We'll, we'll agree to disagree on Monica. I think Dante Culpepper's wife would do awesome. I think <laughs> maybe so. next season. I mean, why not get Dante Culpepper? Yeah. Well, he's not doing. He's anything. not doing anything. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, what about Nina? Nina Acosta. Nina, Nina, Nina. Now, I got two very different reads on Nina. One from CBS.com and one from the TV Guide uh, show. Uh And so, uh, Nina is 51. She's a retired LAPD officer. She is... uh, uh, She... Hates whining, being called a girl, quote unquote, and rude drivers. And uh, she is tenacious, competitive, and confident. And she's most like Stephanie LaGrosa because she was tough and stood up for herself and Sue Hawk because she spoke her mind. All right, Nicole, what is your read on Nina? Well, I thought it was a little strange when she was talking about being in the LAPD and then she tried out for the SWAT team and then she sued the SWAT team because they were manipulating her so she wouldn't be in it. I feel like that's a lot of disclosure. A lot of drama. Yeah, a yeah. lot of drama there. Um, I watched her on the TV Guide thing, and I said, this is the new Deb Eaton. And I think she's <laughs> the first one She's the first one out. But then I watched her on CBS.com, and I thought she was pretty nice. She did seem very nice on CBS.com. I just, on TV Guide, I did not get a good vibe She came, I don't know, she got like a bad edit yeah. on CBS.com, or a bad edit on TV Guide, and then a good edit on CBS.com. I was like, oh, she could be like the mom. I think... I, I, I'm seeing it. And then on TV Guide, I was like, oh, she's crazy. She's, she's, yeah, she's, she's, it really seemed like she was a crazy out, person. Out, first boot. Yeah. So I don't know what to think. Who's the real Nina? Yeah. Maybe maybe there really is two Ninas. Maybe there's two she's, Ninas. Maybe she's kind of crazy. I think that the arrow is probably pointing down. I feel like if the high school alliance plays out and yeah. she's on the outside looking in, oh, maybe she'll be the old person that finds the idol and gives it to the one of the oh, old maybe, guys. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we'll see. SWAT team, uh-huh. but they could use her physical strength. She'd be good. She'd be good to keep around. Yeah, as long as you don't sue her afterwards. Don't sue. Don't sue her afterwards. She'll sue you if you yeah. let her out. <laughs> okay. All right. Last two, Nicole. I think this one is very interesting. Sabrina. Sabrina. Okay. Uh, what are we thinking about Sabrina? She's from Brooklyn, New York. She is. Into... She's not the angry black chick. She wants, that's what she said. That's what she that's said. What she She's said. not the angry black chick. Okay, so she is then, um, she is blunt, versatile, and athletic. Uh, she's, uh, her pet peeves are people who put leashes on kids, uh, people who enter elevators or subways before others exit, and uh, people that spit and guys that constantly adjust their genitals. It sounds like Sabrina and I will not be hanging out anytime soon. <laughs> Wow, I like all those things. <laughs> yeah, that's, see, that's what you're into. <laughs> yes. So, what are we thinking about uh, Sabrina? She's a teacher. Um, I like Sabrina. I don't think she's going to last. She seems, even though she says she's not the angry black chick, she does seem to have a lot of qualities that don't um, respond well in Survivor. <laughs> yes, yes, that's true. Now, according to uh, Sabrina Thompson on interesting story on TV Guide Channel, she says that she did not apply for Survivor. Uh huh. Technically a recruit. Technically a recruit. There was somebody else named Sabrina Thompson, and then they were going to put her on the show, and then they started googling her, and then they found they found this Sabrina Thompson. She's much more interesting. So I'm googling Sabrina Thompson to see who comes. How up. pissed do you think the real Let's Sabrina, see. Sabrina Thompson? Sabrina Thompson. Uh, Associate broker is a uh, let's see. Uh, this is Sabrina Thompson, no, nope, that's not the her. realtor. No, she does she look like <laughs> or she women at NASA. Sabrina Thompson, Sabrina Thompson on LinkedIn. So I don't know. She blogs, <laughs> she blogs. Sabrina uh, Thompson, Survivor One World Castaway, uh, is uh, all the way near the bottom. Hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. Who, we'll see who's the most interesting Sabrina Thompson. Yeah. 
This is Sabrina Thompson. That sucks. Okay. <laughs> we'll see who that is. Yeah. All right. What do we think of Sabrina? I mean, I'm not feeling particularly good for her. Mm-mm. No. 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 Why? What, what is it you don't like? I think she's going to get herself into trouble. She says she's like Sandra because she's a beast. She's likable, but definitely is about business. I appreciate her blunt style. She keeps bringing up blunt style. You know, only Sandra can pull that off. Only Sandra can pull off the Sandra, right? That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, blunt is not a good survivor style. It is not. It's it, Blunt is good for some things. But not, not if you're Fabio. Yeah, <laughs> Fabio, he could use a blunt. Uh-huh. Uh huh. As far as other people, blunt is not good. Yeah. If if you were gonna make up the perfect survivor characteristics, blunt would not be on the list. Mm-mm. That would not be on the list. Unless it's your luxury item. Well, okay, we got it. We got it. <laughs> Check. If Jim Rice was hanging out with you, yeah, you'd need. If you're a going blunt. to his store, yeah. Yes. We got it. We got it. Um, so Sabrina, sure. yeah. So Sabrina, I feel like uh, Arrow is down. Arrow is down. Sorry, Sabrina. I hope she doesn't uh, get mad. Yeah, she's blunt. <laughs> well, blunt. she'll let us know. Okay, and last but not least, okay, our last person is uh, Troyzan or Troy, aka Troyzan. Also, uh, that's sort of like a Tarzan name. Uh, he hangs out with monkeys. He's a swimsuit photographer. The monkey man. Hey, now. He is a swimsuit photographer, what I believe is Sports Illustrated. Whoa, whoa, Wowzer. whoa. Okay. He has 12 marmoset monkeys. He's adventurous, determined, and entertaining. And Survivor contestant you're most like, if I were to be totally honest, I'd have to say I relate to none. Uh-huh. I'm Troy Robertson. I'm like no one else. Except Tarzan. <laughs> yeah. Except for another guy who's already on the show. Okay, so uh, he likes studying monkeys, swimming, walking in nature with my dogs, and working in exotic locations. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. What are we thinking about Troyzan? Well, from his um, CBS.com video, I wasn't really impressed. He kind of just went through a list of things that he's like. Yeah. He seems to me a lot like uh, Greg. And they're both sort of out there. Uh, it's going to be weird. They're either going to be best friends or, or they're going to hate each other. Guts. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm know. the real Tarzan. No, I'm the real Tarzan. Uh, no, I'm a sword. I have monkeys. I, I have monkeys. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a plus surgeon. Yeah. I have a mustache. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, I have a cool necklace. Okay, so what are we thinking about uh, Troy? Arrow up or down? I don't know. He seems strong. He seems like he would be good on the island. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, he, he does seem a bit eccentric. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that I feel like, just like with Greg, I feel like he's going to be around for a while. I feel yeah. like these ex- eccentrics on Survivor, I feel like for, for whatever reason nowadays, they tend to stick around. I feel like Troy, Troy Zan, sorry, is less annoying than Greg. <laughs> he seems not as high strong as Greg. Yes. And he isn't going to tell everybody how smart he is because people really love to hear So that. I guess if I was going to figure out how this is going, I feel like the men are, the men are winning. Um, they're winning challenges. You thought the same thing in the Amazon, and look how that went. Okay. Well, uh, I believe there were three out of four men left at the end. So. Okay, but the okay. women really, they held All their right. own. They, they held their own. They held they held their own, but this time is going to be different. Sure it is. Payback's a bitch, okay? Uh-huh. So I think that the men are, the men are doing well, and I think that is, the high school alliance is there, but the men just aren't voting too many people out. And uh-huh. that's how Greg and Troy Zan are sticking around. Okay. Maybe they go to tribal council once or twice. They vote out Colton. They vote out uh, maybe uh, Sushi Chef. Yeah. And uh, then I think that maybe Troy and uh, Greg stick around for a little bit. Yeah. 
How do you like that? I, yeah, I, I definitely... And they're good in the challenges. And Troy and, will be around. And they stick around. Yeah. And then... Um, well, then at some point, then it'll be men versus women, and they'll they'll do a switch, and then they'll all live on the same beach, mm-hmm. but they'll still be the switch. Tribes. Yeah, it's different tribes. Yeah. It's, it's all happening. All right, Nicole. So that is the eighteen people that we're going to be working with this season. Nicole, now the question everybody's been waiting for: Who is going to take home the prize? Who is your winner? <sighs> well, I forgot to mention. Oh, that Chelsea comments on Rob's podcast fan page. Oh, what did she say? I, I don't remember. Okay. All right. Well, that, I'm pretty that, sure it's her. That changes everything. Yes. And Alicia, she writes on the previously on Survivor oh, uh, group. That changes nothing. That changes. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Nicole, who who is it? Who is it? This is very tough. Yes. This is very tough. Um, after discussing. The contestants, my opinions may have changed. I do like Kim. I think she's very strong. Kimmy Kim? Kim Kimmy Kim with the jugs. <laughs> yes. Um, there's lots of jugs on this season. Well, as as there should be. Yeah. I like Monica. Yes. Even though you disagree with me. I disagree strongly. Okay. I do also think that a woman is going to take it home, just like in the initial um, men versus women. Okay. Um, I don't think Alicia is going to be the Jenna Maraska that she thinks she is. Right. Um, so I think it may be Kim or Monica. Kim or Monica, and, and who do you got? You gotta give us one. Kim. Kim. Okay, fair enough. And that is my breakdown. That's that's a good pick. Uh-huh. Uh, better than Monica, I think. <laughs> I just, I like Monica. Okay. Um, I think that a man is going to win this season. Oh, it's on. It's on. It's on. And uh, through much deliberation, I didn't have a strong feeling. Sometimes I go right to somebody, but right. Um, I I like my I like my theory about the, the high school season, mm-hmm. and I like the guy who can straddle the fence between the uh, the zeros and the heroes. Uh-huh. And I think that guy is is Bill. I think Big Willie. I think I do like Bill. Bill Posley. If he wins, he would be my guy pick to win. Yes, and I would be very happy with that. I, I so let's see. Let's see what happens with Bill. Mm-hmm. I like Bill. You like Kim. The premiere is uh two weeks from uh we're recording this on Tuesday night, so two weeks from tomorrow. The countdown is on. Mm-hmm. Anything else about this season before we uh we go, Nicole? I can't wait. You can't wait. <laughs> All right. So uh, at the top of the show, we set up everything that's coming up the next couple of weeks. Uh, so much to do before the new season of Survivor starts. I hope you guys stick busy, with us. Busy, busy. Subscribe to the podcast to make sure you don't miss a thing. Goes right onto your iPhone or your iPod or iPad or whatever whatever you have. Whatever I think you have. Whatever Apple is making money off of yeah. you on. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, speaking of making money. Uh, check out Amazon.com. They've got a whole Valentine's Day uh, section yes. of all the Valentine's Day gifts. And ladies, buy your man something from Amazon.com. He will be very happy. Yes. And uh, use, and you get free shipping. Yes. Use the links on Rob as a website. Uh, whenever you go there, and hey, maybe bookmark the page so uh, you don't even have to remember. Yeah. Sounds good. How about that? All right. Yeah. So, so much to do, Nicole. I know you're exhausted at the end of this. I am exhausted, but I have to plug something. Okay, go ahead. Okay, and if you're if you're into fitness and you want some crazy stories, you have to check out my new website, thatprettyfitchick.com. Or 
Nicole has a website.com. Nicole, yes. Congratulations on Nicole and her new website. Yes. Nicole has a website.com. It's been very, very fun creating this website. I'm having a great time, and I would love feedback from you guys to let me know uh, what you guys think. All right. So uh, until the next podcast, which is coming very soon, we'll see you soon. Got nothing for you. Take care, everybody. Bye.